Hello, and welcome to Producer Says What? I'm your host, Pierre Jackalone, and this is a podcast for and about producing audio and engineering, and it's for musicians too. It's about recording music in general. My hope is that I can share with you some of the hard lessons I've learned over the years and maybe save you some trouble. And in the process, uh, we can talk about all the different elements of producing music, working not only with the gear, but with people and you know the psychology involved. And I also want to talk about studio ownership for anyone else that's trying to run a studio. Again, uh, I've been doing this since 1996 when I opened my first studio in New York City. And I've learned a lot of lessons and maybe I can save you some pain. I hope so. So uh, thanks for joining. And uh, if you could do me a big favor, and if you like what's going on here, please leave a five-star review rating on iTunes, and hopefully we can grow all of this and you know make something really cool here. My personal background is that I had training as a musician. I went to music school, not so much as an engineer. Most of the engineering I had to learn on my own, and that's where all the hard lessons really came in. Like a lot of engineers, I you know, did it myself as a teenager for fun with a four-track, and I actually had a reel-to-reel uh, two-track you know, TAC machine, and I used to bounce between that and a cassette deck, and that's how I started recording. Everything else came between getting jobs where I was faking it till I could make it, um, and just really, they all—it all came from trusting my ears, and not so much from sitting at the feet of some, you know, wise older engineer. Although I had a little bit of that um, when I was in college at SUNY Purchase in New York uh, for music. Uh, I was um, basically just being a pain in the ass to a local studio uh, in Mamaroneck, New York, called Acme. Uh, they never actually hired me, but <laughs> I wonder why. Um, but I wouldn't go away, and um, and I just would sit in their waiting room reading all the manuals in the studio. And uh, one of the owners, uh, uh, there was two. There was there were three owners at the time. Uh, Peter Denenberg, Rory Young, and uh, Jay, and I feel terrible. I can't remember Jay's last name. Um, and sadly, Jay actually passed away with, at, during the time that I was there. Um, but Rory Young uh, really kind of took me under his wing, at least you know from my perspective. Um, I don't know how he felt about it, but uh, he would come and teach me math, which I was always terrible about. And... Um, and he let me assist him on a bunch of really cool recordings. I mean, people like David Soldier and Willie Colon, and um, that was so exciting for me. And I learned a. Lot. I felt like I learned a lot watching him and watching the recessions, and um, and then uh, I, I just I, I was at the time I was building a studio at the college, and and then running the studio at the college, uh, and. I was very precocious, and I wanted to just be an engineer and uh, right away. And I started bringing paying clients into Acme, and um, one of them was Sloane Wainwright, uh, Loudon Wainwright's sister, and um, and um, 
you know, I did a whole album with her, and that was, I mean, I, that's actually, I think, really a, a good case study uh, to talk about some of the lessons that I learned early on. Um, more about how you work with people than, than the gear. Um, and, uh, you know, um, so, but anyway, um, so I guess what Peter and Rory kind of told me when I went to them looking for a job when I was finishing school was, hey, you're already doing it. Go do it. And I don't know if that was to get rid of me <laughs> or um, or they honestly thought I was ready to go do it, but I was definitely not ready to go do it. But I, that's what I did. Uh, anyway, uh, I went and started my own studio in New York. Uh, it's about 1996 uh, in Chelsea. And uh, you know, it was a it was a rough, great experience. I learned a ton. I worked like crazy. Uh, I I worked seven days a week, you know, all day long, and um, trying to make those New York bills, and had really a lot of phenomenal experiences uh, doing that. Um, so much to discuss about that time for me, in terms of. Everything, the business, the working with clients, uh, pitfalls that can happen, um, and the tech at the time. There's, there's a lot of great stuff to talk about uh, just in the history of recording about that time period. Um, so this was like 1996 to 2000. Um, and then just to uh, whip through my <laughs> history, uh, I, I closed the studio in about 2000. Um, uh, my wife and I had a band for a bunch of years. In 2005, Regina Spector hired me as her front of house engineer. Uh, I spent most of 2005 touring with her. Uh, crazy, amazing time. We toured Europe. We toured the U.S. Um, we did uh, an arena tour opening for Keen. Uh, we did Radio City Musical. We did you know uh, all these great gigs, and uh, I, I had the privilege of recording a live EP for Regina during that tour um, and you know um, lots of great stories uh, none of it's dirt Regina's amazing lovely person every bit just su super authentic she's exactly who she appears to be um, and um, but still it's great great stuff just from the perspective of working in the business uh, I learned a lot during that year and um so then uh, 2008, my family, I, my wife and I and our kids, we moved to Pennsylvania to Doylestown, and that's where I am now. And uh, it took until uh, 2000, January of 2011 was when I officially opened the doors on Hopetown Sound, where it is right now, which is uh, the backyard of my house. And it's 3,000 square feet, and there's a big control room, 22 feet, there's two ISO booths, and one of them is actually our Studio B control room, and a gigantic live room, and it's a fun place to work, and it's been building and building over the last eight years. We've had some celebrity clients, we've had Zayn Malik from One Direction, we've had Justin Guarini, we've had some, you know, uh, some of the guys from Ween have popped in for sessions here and there. It's just, this is a great place to be. There's a tons and tons of great music around here. And it's just been a wonderful uh, life, uh, honestly. It's been a great, it was a great career move, which I didn't realize it would be. We moved here for my kids to put them in the local schools. 
but it turns out this was the best place to open a studio as far as I'm concerned, and I'm so happy to be here. And that is pretty much me. Uh, you can, uh, uh, before I move on, so in the idea of having this podcast, again, I, I, I just sketched a bunch of ideas for topics on the back of an envelope, and they look really great. Uh, you know, there's so many things that are worth discussing. I mean, honestly, I think the most important thing is client psychology. Like, that's number one as far as I'm concerned. How you deal with artists, they're coming to us as producers and engineers with their their souls, you know, bared in their music. And it's a very vulnerable state for them. And, you know, th what we're here to do is, you know, Sherpa them through the technological side of translating their innermost feelings and thoughts into a format that they feel comfortable sharing with the world. I and mean, that's a huge undertaking. That's, and, you know, that's quite a mandate. It's, it's, it's a lot of trust that they have to put in us. Uh, I always say it's like picking a therapist, but honestly, it's, it's a lot more than that. I mean, with a therapist, you know, you're talking privately and you know it's private and you know it's never going to go anywhere. You know, with a producer, or, you know, with an engineer, you're you're bearing your soul to the world, and you're you're preparing to bear your soul to the world. And um, there's so many apt metaphors for recording. <clears throat> Pardon me, uh, a little bit of a cold here, but I call it the microscope, and it is every detail is so on display, and there's so much that goes into that. Um, that are that we really you know that would make for great discussions and i think musicians can learn so much from this as well um as other producers but in just you know um how to prepare for recording what to expect what are the differences between recording here versus there and what do you do with it once it's done <laughs> and all of these great questions that there's you know not one right answer to but uh, what I'm ho also hoping to do is I have a lot of you know really wonderful talented friends that I want to interview for this uh, you know producers engineers musicians people with tons and tons of experience that uh, I hope <laughs> will not be too uh, embarrassed to be uh, be with me here and and share their thoughts and experience and um, but you know so that's I think going to be the the most valuable part of what I have to offer, but hell, let's dig into the rest of it too. Uh, just business tips. You know, my parents were both teachers. I had no experience with running a business. And even though I worked seven days a week, you know, 12, 16 hours a day, my studio in New York ultimately had to close. Uh, and I want to talk about that and why that happened and the lessons I learned and why, this time around, I haven't had to close, and things have gone pretty well. But there were a lot of really hard-won lessons in that, and so let's go over that. You know, and then there's all the the nuts and bolts for producers and engineers. Let's talk about it. Let's go over speakers. I just switched speakers last week, and you know, I I switch speakers less often than I do cars. I've probably switched speakers three or four times in my life. So let's let's talk about that. It's great. I've done tons and tons of research. I have a lot of 
you know, opinions myself about that, and I'd love to hear from you about your thoughts about it. Um, there's things like analog summing. Do you do it? Don't you do it? Is it is it for real? Does it does it actually help? And uh, I, you know, I've got my opinions, and they're pretty strong about that. But there's also you know, there's people that feel you know opposite way from me. Let's talk to them. Uh, tube gear, and I know some experts in that field that I really hope will come on and talk. Um, drums, oh my God, you know, uh, not only other drummers that I know, but uh, I, you know, I have a pretty good friend that builds drums very well, and I want to talk to him too. Um, microphones, plugins, mm, you know, guitars, all of it. There's just so much to cover, and uh, and what makes a producer, and what makes a good producer. Uh, you know, it's this magical combination of engineer and musician, and people come from either side. And, and you know, what do you really need to know to be an effective producer? So let's let's break that all down. So uh, now I'm going to wrap up now, but that's what I'm looking to do with this podcast. And I hope you'll come with me and, and tell your friends, and let's build it and, and see what we can do. All right. So thanks so much. Thanks for tuning in. And I hope I will see you back here for the next episode. All right, take care.